Hi everyone and welcome to Extra Time, Huddersfield Town's post-match show after a Carabao Cup game against Everton that might have ended in disappointment, but there's certainly a lot of positives to talk about. I want to give a massive thanks as always to Sports Broker, our friends at Sports Broker, for allowing us to bring you this show as ever. Thank you very, very much to the team there for their support of both Extra Time and our pre-match show. Fantastic guest lined up here again tonight. Delighted to welcome Peter Clark back onto the show. Peter, obviously a man with big Huddersfield Town and Everton connections. And of course, another legend, Andy Boo, who's been at the game tonight with us. Peter, Andy, thanks so much for joining us this evening. Pete, I want to start with you. It's fantastic to see you, first of all, mate. I'm glad you're well. Um, yeah, a, a, a game you'll have uh, interest in both sides on tonight, Huddersfield Town and Everton, of course. So how was it? Probably as well as you get, I suspect. How did you enjoy the game overall? Yeah, I mean, uh, I thoroughly enjoyed the game. The longer the, the tie went, the more it became, to be honest with you. I think um, the early stages, it was probably one or two tentative passes from Huddersfield players that, that went astray a little, gave Everton a little bit of impetus. And, and to be fair to Everton, they don't really need any encouragement. Um, thankfully, uh, nothing really came of it um, and I, I felt as the half wore on town grew into the game and, and were becoming the better side obviously the, the goal uh, it breaks out of midfield and it's unfortunate for the back players of, of town they, they were caught between the devil and the do, deep blue sea did they, did they keep retreating did they engage and and just as Pearson starts to engage, Tom Davis slips a really clever pass uh, and it, it's a really good finish. Um, so they got the noses in front. Obviously, the, the goal was ruled out for offside and then Town got a great equaliser, fantastic delivery and, uh, and a great header. Um, and unfortunately, half-time came and, and maybe stopped Town in the tracks a little bit, but uh, as I say, I thought as the contest wore on, town certainly grew into it more and more. Absolutely. Boo, it's you obviously there's been a lot of talk about us this season so far. We've come into this game on the back of two really good wins, but not at affluent best going forward, I think it's fair to say. You know, we've done enough to win both games and defended fantastically. Tonight, I think the overall thoughts of everyone in the ground is that we saw some real attacking flair from town against a really top quality side as well, which is encouraging. Yeah, definitely, Dave. Yeah, I think that's what we've been wanting, isn't it? Uh, for the first few few games, yeah, the performances have been great. The results, the last two especially, has just been what we wanted, uh, even though the performance wasn't there. Uh, and I think that's probably t shows tonight. It just shows the confidence is building. When you're coming off two two victories, it it, it helps it helps tremendously. And we played a strong. Everton side tonight, they they were a good side. They had some good players out there, and and our, our lads were definitely equal to them. And they're going to take a lot of confidence to that because I thought they were definitely, like I said, equal to them. But and and def and and deserved going into like penalties or or may, maybe even winning the game. Uh, but as as Peter said, a classy classy second goal, and that were like for me. Uh, you could tell it was a Premiership team. We're, we're great, great ball through and a great, a great finish. Uh, uh, but we've got a lot to take, be proud of, and a lot to take into Saturday's game because I thought there were a lot of positives there from us tonight. I know a few, few players got the chance, and they definitely took it. Absolutely, Pete. We've talked a lot on this show this season already about the set piece deliveries of Sauber Thomas, and 
one of the things I've seen town fans talking about is what an asset Gary Roberts' delivery was in the in the great town team that you played in. And I know, you know, you've always been a good source of goals from centre-back. Still are, of course, for Tranmere Rovers. Um, how much would you enjoy getting on the end of Sauber's deliveries? Because that's his third assist of the season already in, I think, just five games. Um, he's, he's been a real source. All four of our centre-backs have now scored already. So is that the kind of delivery you'd thrive off? Yeah, you know... As the game wore on and I watched him, I watched him the way he set himself up to take dead balls. Um, it was almost like um, he was going through a, 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 tick, a checklist, a tick, tick yeah. boxes. Like, I've done this, I've done that. And he, he obviously has a little routine. It becomes habitual. Um, and that's obviously plenty of practice on the training ground but the fact that he he backs himself he goes through this little ritual and the the checklist the the delivery is on the money more often than not um and as a as a center back the sort of delivery that he's putting in there is it's just inviting to be attacked and makes it really difficult for goalkeepers to come opposition goalkeepers i think the Everton's goalkeeper Begovic, he's a big imposing character who would like to command his area. But I think as we saw this evening, he wasn't able to do that because of the sheer quality of the delivery. Absolutely. Saying that, I must say, Asmir Begovic has made one of the best saves I've seen at the stadium tonight from Dwayne Holmes. That was an outstanding save. But I think you're quite right, Pete. And, and Boothie, as someone as well who, who made who made a lot of set pieces in the career, obviously one of your many strengths, we shouldn't, you know, we, we talk about open play goals and things, but we've already seen that set-piece goals are real positive for us this season, aren't they? And it feels like it's almost come out of nowhere. You know, it's been a little weakness of town for, for a couple of seasons now. And to to have that now in the plus column with some of the players we've got attacking these balls is, is a massive positive and progression from last year. Definitely, yeah. Yeah. And like like Pierre said, the balls that, that Sober Thomas puts in are, are fantastic. And you were spot on. I, I said that tonight about Gary Roberts. The last person to put balls in like that were like Robbo. And, and he just put them on a sixpence, did Robbo. And as a centre forward, as a as a, a defender coming up for corners, it makes it so easy because you know they're going to be put in the right places. So you make your runs and you know it might not be you this time, but you know another of these centre halves or centre forward have got a chance to get on, on the end of it. And I, I'd have absolutely loved being, being out there. And, and I think, you look, we've got some big lads, Nabisar, uh, Matty Peart, Pearson uh, and and they're just thriving on it and it's a nightmare for defenders as like as Peter it, when when lads six foot two six foot three uh, are running and, and jumping at them when the balls are in the right place the keeper's got no chance so it is it's a massive positive and I, and I think you're right Dave the last two or three years of set pieces haven't been great but they've turned it around this year and it, it, it's yeah you want it's nice to score goals from from open play and that, and that's what you want to do but when you've got set pieces. It can be a real danger, and and teams will fear us from set pieces, and that and that they won't want to give out, give corners away if he kicks it in in, uh, in the last 20, 30 yards because they know there's a chance of scoring. Absolutely, I didn't intend this to turn into the Gary Roberts fan club meeting, by the way, but that's just how things are panning out. Boothie, I'll, I'll stay with you if I can. Carlos Corbran made six changes tonight. I don't think uh, it was a weak side we put out by any stretch. We've talked about squad depth this season and, and, and that the recruitment has tried to add depth to it. Can I ask you if there's any players that perhaps you haven't seen loads of coming into tonight that caught your eye? 
Yeah. Uh, obviously, the lad from Norwich. I can't remember his name. And it's, it's Daniel Sonani. Daniel Sonani. Thank, yeah. thank you for pronouncing that. I, did, I, I just didn't want to pronounce it, to be honest. But uh, very, very, very impressed with it. Uh, with with him, uh, Vallejo. Obviously, I saw him a lot last year, and I, and I, and I like I, I liked him a lot last year. And uh, it's it's difficult because I, I think when you've got him or Og- Oggy playing that role, you can't have both of them. But I thought he impressed pressed tonight, and I, and I liked what what I saw there. And there were a lot a lot of pluses, and it gives Carlos a headache on on Saturday because. These lads playing tonight have, have definitely pushed the claim to, to play on Saturday, and there's no reason why, why they shouldn't. Absolutely, Peter. Obviously, you're you're playing every weekend when we're playing, so I suspect you haven't seen an awful lot of Huddersfield Town under Carlos Corbran at all. Can I ask you what your impressions are? Same question as Boothie. Was there anyone that perhaps you didn't know too well as a player that that caught your eye this evening? I thought, as we we've we've mentioned already, his delivery from set pieces, from dead ball situations, Sober Thomas. Um really impressed with with him for his overall game. Um seems a confident young man, uh someone who's as happy going forward as he is defending. Um, you know, and I I think with that you and and the shape that town are playing, it it gives him uh, a little bit more license to to get forward from that wide area. Um, and he's stepping onto the ball. He's, he's, he's stepping on with the ball in front of him and it makes it difficult for the opposition uh, fullbacks to go and engage him too high up the pitch. Um, he was someone that really impressed me. Uh, as you say, uh, what Boothie says, um, I think he may have a headache come the weekend um, in the middle of the park. Um, I'm well... Well versed with hockey, uh, I know what he's about, and uh, but you know, I'm going to have a go. Vig- v- the number five, no, uh, Alex v- Vicheo? Vallejo, yes, yeah. We've all got Vallejo. we've all got used to our Spanish pronunciations. Vallejo, Vallejo, yeah. No, it took me eight, it took me twelve months to get it right. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Yeah, no, he. He looked composed. He looked calm on the ball. Um, when he received it, it was almost as though the game was being played at his tempo. Um, and I think that's a, a really uh, good trait to have, that he didn't seem rushed. He didn't seem flustered. Um, so I think he, he's someone that impressed me as well. Um, but I, I like the... The, the way they played collectively, um, there was a really good feel and, and it seemed like a good understanding between players, knowing where passes were and, and where their teammates would be. It wasn't like they received the ball and it was a case of, oh, where am I going? What am I doing now? They they had pictures and that's because there's obviously a good understanding and plenty of work going on on the training pitch. I think pictures is a key word there. And when you're speaking, both of you, about Alex Vallejo, his awareness of what's around him before he even receives the ball, I think, is really impressive. You know, he doesn't often take many touches. He seems to have a real awareness of where Everton were, where his teammates were and where the options were. It's really impressive to see from the stand. Um, can I ask you both as well? I'm interested in, in your views on this. Pete, in particular, still playing now. The start of the season been a lot of games in August. I think in total we'll play seven games uh, this month. And we took the opportunity to play our first Carabao Cup game before the championship season started. 
obviously both sides have, have given opportunities to other players tonight. Just how hard is it to play that many games in a calendar month and to, to go from Saturday to Tuesday to Saturday on your body? You guys have both had terrific careers. Pete, you're still continuing. How, how hard is it to do that? Because, you know, there's people like to romanticise about maybe 10, 15 years ago and think that everyone, you know, played every second day over Christmas and this stuff. But how challenging, how taxing is it on your body the way that football is played now? Pete, we'll start with you, I suppose. <laughs> Um, I was fortunate enough to play 50-odd games last year every minute of every league game. Um, and that was condensed. We played those games in a month less than a season you would do normally. Um, so from, from January to the 24th of April, the beginning of January to the 24th of April, we played every Saturday and every Tuesday. Um, and I love playing games so make no mistake I, I'm not complaining I love playing games but there were there were days where I can say without fear of contradiction I was sleepwalking through days yeah. I was um, probably ratty probably irritable <laughs> probably a nightmare to live with um, the major emphasis turns to recovery, recovery strategies, um, your nutrition, your hydration, how you, how well you do those things is probably the key to being able to play Saturday and then go again on the Tuesday. Um, you don't need an awful lot of training. Um, it, it, the key is the recovery. Um, whether it's ice baths, whether it's cryo chambers, whether it's water treadmills, whether it's soft tissue massage, whether it's um, recovery pumps that you, you you slip your legs in and they they fill with air and it's to to get rid of the lactic acid. Um, so they were those strategies were key, and I'm sure that's the same for for the the lads at town. Well, he didn't mention. Cherry and eggs there, Booby, so I'm at a complete loss as to what, what's best. I've got to admit, it's completely changed for when I <laughs> came. There's, I, obviously, ice baths had just started coming in when, 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 I, when, I, when I was finishing. Uh, but we used to say, it seems, hot baths. For us, it were, have hot bath uh, after game, next morning, hot bath. And obviously, now you know, that's the worst thing, thing for us. And I can remember towards the end of my career, uh, and I don't know... Peter does it like I'm not saying it is his age now, but for him to still be playing, he's, he's doing absolutely fantastic. Uh, but I was struggling to play on a Saturday. I still had the stiffness on a Tuesday. I was struggling. He started taking me till like Wednesday to recover from a game on a Saturday. And that's when I knew my career were was starting to come to, come to an end. So when you're playing Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, uh, when I was 33, 34, I was, I was really struggling. I've got I've got to admit, and I weren't recovering. So on a Tuesday night. Although my underpie weren't my best because I was still coming from Saturday, Saturday's game. But you look at what they've got on hand now and they know the nutrition, they know they know they've got all the the the, the soft tissue massages, they've got they've got ev everything for them. So they'll be they'll be ready again. It is tough, but like Peter says, you'd rather be playing games. You'd rather be playing games than than, than training. So the more games you play, the better, but you've got to recover as well. And it's it's they're they, they, 
they're a different breed now to when we we didn't know about nutrition or or hydration and all that. We just silly it seems. We'd have gone to the players' bar after tonight, probably three or four pints, getting ready for Saturday, talking about about the game, and that's the worst. Again, that's the worst thing to do. So it, the game's moved on. The lads will start feeling tired, and when it comes to slowing down a bit, when it's I know the international breaks soon, so that's when you take a rest and recover, and then get get ready for the next part of the season. For all you're right, Booby, and, and the advances in that area have been significant. I think it's fair to say, Pete, and you'll know this, to, to be playing 50 games at any level when you're 39 years old is credit to you and everything that you must be doing to, to do that right. So fair play, mate. It's irregular, as you know. Um, Peter, don't look, Peter, don't look any different to when I used to play against him at Blackpool. We had some battles, didn't we, Clark? You don't look any different, I don't know. And then we'd go back 20 years easy. Well, over 20 years, yeah, as I said to Dave, Dave doesn't look like his age. Neither do you. You still look bright, happy, cheerful. You don't look a day older than the day you retired. Um, I'll, I'll take that, Clark. I'll take, apart from losing a bit of hair, I'll take that. I'll tell you what, it, it must have been that you've had that weight lifted off your shoulders carrying everyone for so long, mate. <laughs> I didn't want to say I didn't want to say that, but I think that's what it is. Yeah, he's saying it in the office, though, Peter. Don't worry, everyone knows that's fine. You know what, Clarky? Once you retired, I've been retired what thirteen years now. I'm a better player now than ever was when I played. <laughs> but to get my boots back on, my my God, <laughs> when I was playing. Yeah, absolutely. No, can I ask you as well? Just to <laughs> off, I'm conscious of the time. The, the easy assumption to make now, we've seen some good stuff from town tonight. We've got Reading at home on Saturday in the Skybet Championship. We've had a difficult start to the league, no doubt. And the easy assumption now is just to think, just take what you've done tonight into Saturday. And, you know, in terms of the attacking play and the patterns that we've talked about, it goes without saying it's not that straightforward, is it? And, and often your best plans can go to waste depending on what the opposition do. Everton play a certain way. Reading will surely play a different way. You know, I, don't, I haven't seen Reading this season, so I'm extrapolating a bit. But it, it, it's maybe an easy assumption for us on the sidelines to watch. But how much, having said all that, Pete, Andy, do you think you, you can take as a team when you know, yeah, you've been beaten, but in the cold light of day, you've done a lot right. How much confidence in the methods that you have, in what you're doing, can you then take into the next game? Is it as straightforward as it would seem to the non-player? Andy, we'll start with you. Yeah, you spot on, you spot on there. I think the the word you said there is confidence. They'll take a lot of confidence out of today's game. They'll take a lot of confidence out of the, the six points in the last two games. So they've got that momentum. Uh, yeah, we didn't get the victory we wanted to, today, but we'll take it into Saturday. And you and you're right. People then will be thinking, well, "Hang on, we did it against a strong Everton side on Tuesday. Why can't we take it into Reading?" Well. Reading will have watched us play. They'll have their game plan, and it just doesn't happen like happen like that. Uh, but going full of confidence, and the good thing for me, obviously, Clark, he might not, he might not have uh, got that. But I thought the crowd were brilliant today. Uh, they really got behind behind the team because they knew what they were trying to do, and they were enjoying what they were watching. So they'll have a, a bigger crowd on Saturday, uh, and. Hopefully we can, I think if we can start well, the first 15, 20 minutes, get the crowd behind us, get, get them on our side, uh, then we can we can definitely be feeling very positive again for, for Saturday. But we can't just presume that because we did well against Everton, because we won the last two games, it's all going to be perfect on Saturday. They've got to get right, mentally, get the approach, like we said, 
the feet up, have a few days rest, and then prepare mentally for, for Saturday because it will be a tough game. Absolutely. Pete, I think just to, just to add to that as well, uh, and this is a, a qualities you add in abundance, and you still do, I'm sure, is heart and desire. And it goes a long way with town fans if, you, if you're sure you're putting a shift in for the shirt. And I think that you could see that again tonight, couldn't you? you know, there's a lot of confidence in each other, a lot of uh, working hard for each other. And you know that will take you a long, long way with these supporters. And like Booby said, if you show those qualities, they will respond to you, won't they? Oh, of course. I mean... I love playing for town and, and the supporters and there's been far better players have played for town uh, before me, after me and there will be. Um, but what I did, I left everything I had out on the green stuff um, and, and hopefully that was something that maybe endeared me to one or two of the, the, the town fans. Um, I don't think the game's the game's changed massively, but in some respects, it shouldn't have changed at all. Uh, and the, those things that we talked about there, and and I, I now call them the three things: the running about, the working hard, the competing, the desire. Those things are non-negotiable to me, um, and should be done to the best of your ability. You can have as a defender. You can have a, a nightmare day where you slip on your backside, you can't pass water, you, you, you can't do anything, strike it, miss open goals, can't control the ball. Um, but if you work hard and you do uh, the very best you can, then town fans will back you regardless. Um, and and Boovy said he didn't know whether I, I was aware because I was watching it through the uh, eye follow. No, the, the, the fans were terrific um, and you could see that, well, you could see, you could hear them getting behind the lads. Um, and it's, it's fantastic as a player when they're getting behind you, but sometimes on the flip side, the crowd need lifting as well. Uh, and like Boothley alluded to there, the first 10, 15 minutes of, of Saturday's game is going to be vital because there's been a couple of wins there's been a really positive performance this evening against uh, a really good Premier League side. Yes, they've made changes, but there's there's plenty of top, top class players in that side and international footballers. And on another day, town can go on and win the game. And in a bizarre kind of way, I think the sending off actually helped Everton because when... Benitez has got his back to the wall. He's very good at getting his team to be solid, difficult to break down. Uh, and that's what kind of happened after the sending off. Um, but no, if the, if the lads can take what they've done tonight in the last couple of games into Saturday and start the game well with, with impetus and on the front foot and taking the game to Reading, that will in turn get the fans excited they will then start to make plenty of noise, get behind the lads. So, like I say, it's, it's double-edged. Sometimes the, the fans need something to get them going. Um, and hopefully a, a quick start to the game will be will be what everyone wants. And, and hopefully that will prove to be beneficial on Saturday. 
Absolutely. I think that's a great place to finish as well. Let, let's move on to Saturday, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Not the result we wanted tonight from a Huddersfield Town perspective, but lots of encouragement from the performance. Peter, thanks so much for joining us. It's great to see you again. All the very best at Scunthorpe at the weekend. Tramia keeping clean sheets for fun at the moment, which is no surprise, Pete, given your playing. So all the best. We're all rooting for you. Boothick, as ever, thanks for joining us, mate. It's great to have you on the show all the time. So thanks very, very much, fellas. Massive thanks to Sports Broker again for, for making this show possible. Your support is really appreciated by us all at the club. Just reminder, town fans, tickets are on sale for Reading at the John Smith Stadium on Saturday, 3pm. Please visit htafc.com forward slash tickets. And we look forward to seeing you at the stadium on Saturday. Thanks for joining us.